welcome to Word Alive Broadcast with Ricky and Sherry Blevins. We believe that as you listen to today's message, God's Word will come alive in your heart to help you obtain victory in every area of your life. Welcome back to the Word Alive broadcast today. I want to continue on the subject I've been on this week uh, to uh, get more results from using our authority and doing the works of Jesus. Let's go to John chapter 15 and verse 1 through 8. And I believe that Jesus and the Father God and the Holy Spirit want us to bear much fruit. Now the Father wants us to, I'm 100% sure because that's what the Word says. I am the true vine, and my Father is the vine dresser. Every branch in me that does not bear fruit he takes away, and every branch that bears fruit he prunes, that it may bear more fruit. You are already clean because of the word which I have spoken to you. Abide in me, and I in you, as the branch cannot bear fruit of itself unless it abides in the vine, Neither can you unless you abide in me. Now he's saying here that it, that the Father wants us to bear much fruit. But there's only one way to do that. That is to abide in him and for him to abide in you. Amen. To abide in him. Now to abide means if you abide somewhere, if you like in our house, we abide in our house, we live in our house. So in other words, he's saying, I have to live in you. And you live in me. And Jesus, he lives in us by the Holy Ghost. And we live in him. Because we're one with him. Ain't that right? And he says that we have to abide, which would mean when you're a born again experience that he comes in and lives inside of you, then you are able to bear much fruit. Verse 5 says, I am the vine, you are the branches. He who abides in me and I in him bears much fruit, for without me you can do nothing. Now we have to understand that. Without him we can do nothing. But with him we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. Amen. He said, but without him, and that means you can't just go out here and do stuff in the flesh and expect it to work. And that's what I believe happens a lot of times. People won't believe for the anointing. People won't pray in tongues long enough to get over into the Spirit and see what the Father really wants. And then what happens is you start doing stuff in the flesh and then nothing happens. Then you go, well, I don't know. I missed it or something happened. And Jesus Jesus is saying, uh, if without me you can do nothing, he says, you got to wait for Jesus to tell you what to do. Then you do it. Just like when at the the man at the pool of Bethesda. Jesus said, rise up and walk. And he took up his bed and walked. He said he'd been laying there for 38 years, or been in that condition for 38 years. I don't know if he laid there 38 years, but he'd been in that condition for 38 years. And Jesus said, take up your bed and walk. And immediately he was healed and uh, and picked up his bed and walked. So what we have to do when we speak forth the word of God When Jesus tells you to speak forth a word, the word of God, 
and he says, speak this forth, then that word, it goes forth and it produces the fruit that the Father God wants. He says, my word shall not return unto me void, but it shall accomplish the thing I sent it to do. He said it won't return to him void. But it will accomplish the thing that he sent it to do. But we have to wait on his uh, unction to say it. And let the anointing that's upon that word go out and penetrate and do the work. Amen. Without me, you can do nothing. That's what he said, didn't he? If anyone does not abide in me, he is cast out as a branch and is withered, and they gather them and throw them into the fire, and they are burnt. If you abide in me, and my words abide in you, you will ask what you desire, and it shall be done for you. And see, that's exactly what I was saying earlier. He will bring the word up into your spirit, the word he wants you to speak, and when that word comes up then you ask whatever you will according to the word that he brings up into your heart and then it shall be done for you just like he said in john chapter 14 he said whatever you ask me i will do it for you he's talking about doing the works of jesus amen verse 8 but my by this my father is glorified that you bear much fruit so you will be my disciples. Now I'm saying he's, well, he wants us to bear much fruit. He wants us to go out to heal the sick, the blind to see, the deaf to hear, the lame to walk, the dead to be raised, to do the works that Jesus did. And I believe that uh, that in these last days, it's time for the church to rise up because it, it, there needs to be a revival in these last days of these gifts of the Spirit. The operation of the gifts of the Spirit. The Holy Ghost speaking through us and us going out and doing those works that He wants us to do. I believe it's time to get off of complacency and to get up and start and rise up and start doing the things that God has called us to do and to do those with the anointing and the power of God on us and to ask God for the anointing to increase to have a greater understanding of who we are in Christ Jesus and that the authority that we walk in, we have a greater understanding of that so that we can do greater works and have greater results. Amen. Now let's go to John chapter 17. And I think this is one of the most important uh, scriptures in the whole Bible is this chapter. I've read this over and over, and I've read it over and over, and and every time I read it, I go, this is so important, because Jesus asked the Father for this. And I say, if Jesus asked the Father for anything, he is never denied, and he would only ask him if he was led by the Spirit. And you have to understand this as well. If you are one with Christ Jesus, Jesus cannot be denied, and you cannot be denied either if you are in him and abide in him and he abides in you. If you ask in faith without wavering, you will never be denied because if he denies you, it would be just like him denying Jesus if you're doing it in faith and speaking forth the word of God. 
Amen. John 17, the whole thing. Jesus spoke these words, lifted up his eyes to heaven and said, Father, the hour has come. Glorify your son that your son also may glorify you as you have given him authority over all flesh that he should give eternal life to as many as you have given him. And this is eternal life that they may know you, the only true God and Jesus Christ whom you have sent. I have glorified you on the earth. I have finished the work which you have given me to do. And now, O Holy Father, glorify me together with yourself, with the glory which I had with you before the world was. I have manifested your name to the men whom you have given me out of the world. They were yours. You gave them to me. And they have kept your word. Now that's what we have to do. We have to keep his word. Now they have known that all things which you have given me are from you. For I have given them the words which you have given me. Now notice that he only gave them the words that he gave him. And they have received them. And have known surely that I came forth from you. And they have believed that you sent me. Now that's how that people are going to believe that Jesus sent you when you do the same things he did. Verse 9, I pray for them. I do not pray for the world, but for those whom you have given me, for they are yours. And all mine are yours, and yours are mine. And I am glorified in them. Now I am no longer in the world, but these are in the world, and I come to you. Holy Father, keep through your name those whom you have given me, that they may be one as we are one. That's so important. He said, that they may be one as we are. So so Jesus is saying, Father, I pray that they be one with me as I'm one with you. Amen? That's so awesome, isn't it? That is so important. Jesus knew who he was. He knew he was one with the Father God. We have to understand that we're one with the Father God and he's one with us. And that we're one with Jesus just like Jesus was one with him. And that we're one with the Father. There is no separation. Verse 12, while I was with them in the world, I kept them in your name. Those whom you gave me I have kept and none of them is lost except the son of perdition that the scripture might be fulfilled. But now I come to you, and these things I speak in the world, that they may have joy fulfilled in themselves. I have given them your word, and the world has hated them, because they are not of the world, just as I am not of the world. I do not pray that you should take them out of the world, but that you should should keep them from the evil one. They are not of the world, just as I am not of the world. Sanctify them by your truth. Your word is truth. As you sent me into the world, I also have sent them into the world. And for their sakes I sanctify myself, that they also may be sanctified by the truth. Now what he's saying here, he says, They're not of the world, just as I'm not of the world. As you sent me into the world, I have also sent them into the world. Now what he's saying here is, he's saying, I'm sending them into the world just like you sent me. But instead, what the church wants to do today is go to church, go back home, sit on the couch, 
go to church, sit back home on the couch, and not ever do anything else for God. It's time for the church to rise up in the Holy Ghost and do the things that God's called us to do. No matter who you are in the body of Christ, each and every person has a place, and we need to find that place and do it. Amen? Because he wants to bless you so much in every area. <clears throat> now, verse 23. Verse 22. And the glory which you gave me, I have given them that they may be one just as we are one. I and them and you and me, that they may be made perfect in one. And that the world may know that you have sent me and have loved them as you have loved me. He's saying here that he, that the Father God loves us just as much as he loves him. And he will do everything for us that he'd do for Jesus. Is that right? Father, I desire that they also whom you gave me may be with me where I am and that you may be, that they may behold my glory which you have given me. For you love me before the foundation of the world. O righteous Father, the world has not known you, but I have known you, and these have known that you sent me, and I have declared them your name. Thank you for listening to today's message. If you would like to receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, you can contact us at our website at wacba.org. If you'd like to contact us for prayer, to give, or any other reason, you can do so by going to our website, wacba.org, or by mail at Word Alive Church, P.O. Box 3067, Broken Arrow, Oklahoma 74013.